I don't know. I'm a big fan of let's say let's say, let's say the uh, lazy river scenario. You know, you go to a water park. You know, you get in there, lazy river. And you're just cruising down. Just it's easy, simple. That drives me stinking crazy. <laughs> I want to be the kid in the pool that's just going the other way, man. Fighting the tubes, fighting the people that are just flowing down the river. This is Chris Reynolds, and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for six and seven figure entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. Picture yourself spending four weeks with other high level entrepreneurs in the northern mountains of Thailand, October 26th to November 24th, 2017. It will be full of masterminds, workshops, and advisors, like-minded entrepreneurs, and of course, some fun adventure. Currently, we are offering a special early bird discount of $400 for only 10 people. Once they're filled, they're gone. Don't wait on this one, guys. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to contact us ASAP at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now, on to today's episode. What's a life disruptor? One of those moments in your life that absolutely changes everything. Our guest today is someone that has used life disruptors throughout his life and 30 years of experience as an entrepreneur to build business and change the way his future will look. Ray Matz is a seasoned entrepreneur and a three-time Team USA world champion who joins us today to chat about gaining the right mentality to bring your game to the next level. Ray started out growing up around poverty in Philadelphia and now has started and sold a landscaping business, built a real estate business, and now enjoys life as a personal coach and family man. Towards the end of the episode, Ray shares some tips on how he has created an entrepreneurial foundation with his family. It's an exciting episode, guys, and without further ado, Let's welcome Ray to the show. Welcome, Ray, to the podcast. How are you today? I am doing awesome, Chris. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm glad you could join us. Ray, we want to get to know you and the entrepreneur that you are today. So I'm just going to hand the mic over to you so we can learn some more about your incredible life story. And we'll go from there. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Chris. Love the show. Love being uh, a guest here. I guess my story starts out, especially, you know, going with the whole entrepreneur thing is born and raised in Philadelphia over 39 years and, you know, growing up in just a crazy area, you know, very, very poor area. My parents just always struggling to, uh, to make ends meet and seeing folks around our, our neighborhood. I mean, you're talking, I'm talking, uh, you know, row home, I'm talking just you know, millions of people all kind of just smashed into into that small little Philadelphia area. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to me at such a young age, probably seven, eight, nine years old. I, I just I had so many questions. I'm, I'm looking at folks that were, you know, very motivated, were out there, you know, had their had their logos and their and their names on the side of the truck, which was fascinating to me, especially we didn't have a lot of business going in a, you know, in around our family or in our family mm-hmm. and, and seeing different neighbors, whether they're, you know, good attitudes, bad attitudes, you know, folks wanting more. And then all of a sudden you get occasionally like someone would move out into the northeast area of Philadelphia. Now, right then and there means you made it <laughs> coming okay. from coming, coming from the hood. You know, you get to the northeast I mean, you, you, you're out of the hood. I mean, you've made it. I mean, you beautiful lawns, you have trees, you know, no more concrete jungle. And I was just, like I said, I was just so fascinated with, you know, why, 
why were people doing what they were doing? There was, you know, sometimes they were just negative and, and there were people with their, their own names and their logos in different industries. And, and my father, probably right around that time, you know, started his own business, a supermarket business in, in North Philly. And I was, at that time, I was probably about 12, 13. And that was super cool. Like, I know there was a lot involved in the background that I probably didn't hear at the time, mm-hmm. but just my dad was an entrepreneur. Like he was the guy that had his name like on the supermarket, like I saw several years back on the trucks and, you know, being a business owner and being self-employed. And that was just, that was my start. My parents always poured into me, Ray, whatever you want to do, you can do it. Period. There was no, you need to go here. You need to go to college. You need to, you can do anything you set your mind to, period. I love hearing that because I know there was a lot of folks in in that area of Philly that just, the, the, the parents didn't feed into them and they, they missed out on a lot because they, they were probably just barely getting by and they really didn't know any better. And I love that. I mean, my background and my entrepreneurship, I mean, came from my parents. What was your first entrepreneurial endeavor, Ray? So my first company I started at 19 years old was a landscaping company. Mm-hmm. And I had worked during the summers, you know, when I was in high school with a fellow down the uh, down the street. And my, my mom kept saying to me, she's like, son, do your own thing. And I'm thinking, you know, at that time she had mentioned that to me. I was like 17, 18, you know, I had a girlfriend. I had all these big responsibilities, you know, looking back, it's just kind of funny. And, you know, at 19, I remember hearing it again and again, and I was like, why don't I do my own? Th- I mean, what what makes so-and-so down the street so special that he has his own business? And and my mom's like, I'm telling you, you won't understand, but it's a really, really cool thing. And then she's like, you know, look at your father. I mean, you know, he's out there making his own thing, making his own money. He's employing other people, which is a, an awesome thing. And I'm just like, okay. And I, and I kind of took the dive it. I think it was about 18, 19 years old and landscaping and that, and that company I had about 17 years. So you built it up quite a bit. I want to ask you, Ray, was it difficult for you to stay as an entrepreneur in that business for 17 years? I would say absolutely not. Yeah. Once I got once I got the taste, and, I, and I'll refer to this a lot, mm-hmm. you know, with my name on the side of the truck, I mean, it was just like the coolest thing ever, even though... I had a lot of my friends were just kind of just laughing. I mean, just, you know, whether I picked up a used truck and I remember my, you know, like some of my equipment, I just had to figure out, I, I took out a loan and it was just, I made it happen. But my friends who didn't understand, that was the bottom line going, oh man, I, I can't believe you're like, you know, you're out there landscaping and you're, you know, you're doing tree work and you're cutting people's grass. Like, wow, man, that's like horrible. Like, why would you ever <laughs> do something like that? And I, I remember looking back and, and and even to this day where some of these folks are still my friends, I look back and they're they're in the same industry over and over for 20, 30, 40 years. And they just didn't get it. But to me, what my parents instilled in me was just, man, it was exciting. I love it. I, I do that to my kids now. Just instill that belief of having your own business and, and taking control of your life, not having to work that nine to five for someone else. It's amazing, like this thing that you saw with, other entrepreneurs that had their names on the side of the truck and how you value that as, as such a small child and how you decided to follow that route and, and kind of duplicate it in your own life. 
it's a very good testament to the power of what you're putting into a child's mind and the influence that you can have on a child where you had this image of other people driving around with their names on the side of the truck and how that was success. And then you worked 17 years to continue to deliver that idea of yourself based on something you saw as a child. And that's impressive. Yeah, and, and, and it was great. Loved. It was the typical Robert Kiyosaki cash flow quadrant self-employed. Mm-hmm. Even though that was my start, I think probably 27, 28 years old, like I'm self-employed. I, I no clue about systems. You know, I, I had employees, you know, two different companies. We had a tree management company and a, you know, landscaping company. And it was just, I'm self-employed. I mean, stress level and everything else. Yes, starting out that way was super fantastic. But until I actually met Robert Kiyosaki, about, I think I was 28 years old. And, you know, he talked about passive income and, and systems and got, you know, talked about real estate. And that's when the real estate wheel, you know, just getting paid while you're kind of laying in bed and you know, whatever it takes. And mm-hmm. I just I, I I was attracted to that. So at 35 years old, I was able to sell my landscaping company and invest a lot of that money into into real estate. And, and once again, not even thinking about, OK, maybe I need to get a, a safe, secure job. Of course, they're not happening nowadays, but just being my own boss and just, it was just awesome. My, like I said, my father started a supermarket business and that got the whole thing rolling. Just, you know, you work hard and this is what it looks like and this is how it's supposed to turn out. It was, it was incredible. So not only are you an entrepreneur, but you're also a three-time world champion with Team USA for professional roller hockey. Is that correct? Correct, yes. In 1995, uh, the Olympic Committee was putting together a team to try to figure out how they can get sanctioned into the Olympics. So it started in 1995 out in Chicago. I was invited out uh, probably three to 400 of the best players in the United States and got just, and just able to uh, kind of switch gears from roller or ice hockey to roller hockey and just have three years of success and just traveling all over the world. I mean, everything was paid for. Uh, at that time, I was single, so it, for my lifestyle, having the, you know the landscaping company, I did have some key people in place. It was just it was an exciting time. Sometimes you you don't understand. I mean, things will open up in your in your world or in your business in your life, and you just sometimes I, I'm a big fan of life disruption in mm-hmm. in a positive way. Where man, you just you just got to get the ring, and you just got to run, even though it may look really scary. And oh man, it, what do you mean me being up? podcast interview person or me running my own podcast like what gives me but i'll tell you i it's just in my blood i love that and i love to pour that out to other people are you enjoying today's episode i hope so we're working hard to pick the minds of higher level entrepreneurs to bring you some applicable tactics for your business october 26th through november 24th we will have our most impactful event ever four weeks in the northern mountains of thailand with other successful entrepreneurs that have six and seven figures in annual revenue in their businesses the experience includes private accommodations workshops masterminds advisors high-speed wi-fi at a beautiful resort complex and for our listeners we have a special $400 early bird discount for only 10 people. Once they're filled, they're gone. So if you're ready to seriously take your business to the next level, contact us at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now back to the show. That makes perfect sense. And Ray, I want to visit 
life disruption more later in the show, but we'll talk about kind of what you've got going on nowadays and you're running game-changing dads. So can you elaborate and tell the listeners a little bit more about that business and what you're doing there? So, you know, it's a coaching business. We do masterminds. I do one-on-one coaching. It's something that I've been doing all my entire life. And I guess I never figured out this is crazy. And and I'm a kind of a slow learner with everything I've done. I've always had that learning curve, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. That's just me. You know, education wasn't really there. I wasn't a big fan of high school. And, but the game changing guys, I've been doing this all my life. And like I said, never, ever figured out I could get paid for it. Met a guy, uh, Aaron Walker, who uh, is good friends with uh, Dave Ramsey through some mutual friends. And all of a sudden, you know, he talks about, you know, the uh, the, um, the coaching and the mastermind groups. And just he, he, he told me about his background of, you know, 30 years in business and what he brought to the table for folks. And he loves to work with. And I'm just I'm listening to this whole story going, why can't I do something? That is awesome. Like, really? Like, that's an industry? Like I said, a little slow to the game sometimes, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where last year I decided to uh, kind of get rolling with the podcast, get my work, get my name out there, and uh, it's been incredible. I mean, talk about switching gears. I mean, real estate, landscaping, the podcasting, and and mentoring men, uh, fathers, and dads. It's 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 been awesome. I can imagine it's very fulfilling. And is it just a general mastermind that you have going on, or what's some of the things that you're doing within Game Changing Dads? Well, I'm starting to change gears a little bit once, you know, we have a lot more customers coming through, especially with the, uh, with the interviews I'm consistently uh, doing right now. Mm -hmm. But we, we've actually broken into, we have a lot of business folks that want to get involved. So we're actually breaking into, you know, either parenting business. And I just, I'll I'll interview somebody for a couple of minutes and just find out what they're looking to do. I mean, we've got one group right now where they're just looking to expand uh, their businesses where they're at, or they're looking into new opportunities uh, for new business. And we've had folks in another mastermind that one of their roadblocks may be weight, or maybe it's something in the past that's just holding folks back to either be just an, an awesome and loving dad. So I'm, I'm very flexible. I've been through, through some crazy times, and uh, you know when they come to me, and, and, and if I don't you know, if I don't have that niche, I, I'd love to, you know, I'll pass them on to someone else, which is great. Ray, so let's go back to life disruptors. And I'd like to ask you, first off, if you could define that for us. So a life, a life disruptor to me, when you hear that word, it just like, sometimes it just grabs people and just, oh man, you know, I don't want to disrupt it. I want everything to be calm and cool and easy and and nice and I, I don't know I'm a big fan of let's say let's say, let's say the uh, lazy river scenario you know you go to a water park you know you get in there lazy river and you're just cruising down just it's easy simple that drives me stinking crazy <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you I mean I just turned 50 years old and I, I don't know how much more I can gear up and how more excited I can get about life and my family and kids and business but it just keeps pouring on so the lazy river you're just cruising and cruising that, like I said, it drives me nuts. I want to be the kid in the pool, older kid in the pool that's just going the other way, man. Fighting the tubes, fighting the people that are just flowing down the river and just, just getting to whatever the goals may be. It, it may be money success. It may be family success. It may be relational. Uh, it may be church driven. I don't know what it is for folks, but man, just 
just to not be the normal, not be the average. There's so much out there for people, but there's a lot of fear that holds people back. And there's really the fear. It just there, There's really nothing out there. They've never stepped into it, so they have no clue what's on the other side. It's usually a blast. It's disruption. It's fun. It's crazy. Love it. Ray, what are some of the more important or the more uh, the bigger life disruptors that you've had in your life? I would say, and this is going back to my parents again, and, and I'll even I'll even jump into my uh, my grand my uh, my father in law. Just folks that you know, my father. Just you know, he was employed for years. And then all of a sudden, in his mid-40s, decide to take this crazy leap. I mean, they're pulling equity out of the house. They're just pulling funds together. And, and just all of a sudden, boom, instead of working for the supermarket, I'm going to go buy the supermarket and run it myself. I mean, I just thought that was crazy insane. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, one of my stories is the whole hockey thing. I mean, I played ice hockey all my life. And unfortunately, up in Canada... You know, at 17, 18 years old, Canadian kids, man, they were just awesome. I knew it. I looked at, looked around and said, hey, man, you guys are awesome. I'm out of here. And I, I went back to start my own company. But, you know, seven, eight years later, I had a chance to, to try out for Team USA just because of a phone call that really disrupted everything. And I'm glad I took that call and I took action. I mean, I disrupted every – I mean, my, my buddies that were playing ice hockey at the time were like, what? Who's playing roller hockey? What is this all about? And how are you traveling all around? Mm -hmm. I mean, that was a big disruption in a very, very positive way. Then, you know, my father-in-law, who's been just a blessing to me, he's just out there just making stuff happen in his 70s, you know, switching gears, switching businesses, and just so open-minded to things instead of the norm of just being closed-minded and, hey, I'm just going to get by and, you know, maybe I'll stay with a company for a couple more years, just out there building businesses, building houses, and making it happen. What are some ways, Ray, that entrepreneurs out there can inject life disruptors or business disruptors into their life? I think the biggest thing is, and I am preaching to the choir, but it's the people you hang around with. Mm -hmm. You had a guest on, I, I want to say last week, his name was Christian. Kristen or Christian? I'm not sure what got Kristen. from. Yeah. And fantastic. Great interview. And I'm listening. Well, talk about disruption and really messing me up. And your show messed me up is the whole like he threw out a figure on twenty five thousand dollars yeah. for his first coaching yeah. client. And I'm just like, OK. And I, <laughs> and I stopped and I stopped and I said, OK, Ray, who have you been learning all the coaching stuff over the last year or two? And I'm looking at their figures where they are at right now, and I'm looking at where I'm getting paid, mm -hmm. and I'm like, Kristen, I need to listen to that guy, because <laughs> that is a whole nother level, incredible interview. Yeah, thank you very much. So the majority of our listeners are entrepreneurs that are in the grind, they're in the hustle, they're working really hard to get to the next level. And so I'm sure you have some key tips for motivation to keep them going during this time. So I'd love to hear anything you have on that subject. Absolutely. I heard something years ago where the fellow was talking about, you know, money will magnify who you are. Right. If you're a great person, man, it's going to magnify you like crazy. Now, going into a business or making extra money and you don't have that integrity, that honesty, mm -hmm. sometimes it's just 
or the entrepreneur that's out there, like you said, in the grind, it's just maybe checking your heart every once in a while. Okay, you know, are you passionate about it? Are you doing it for the right reasons? Are you just running people over or are you doing the right thing all the way through? And that extends over to your family. I'm a big fan of, you know, whether it's bringing my kids to work, a, a business meeting, and don't get me wrong, I don't need a, a three-year-old disrupting my podcast right now. <laughs> but there's opportunities to see clients or see some friends or, you know, I, I'm, my father did that when I was young. I thought that was awesome. I remember being in supermarkets prior to him, you know, buying his own. And it was just cool. I'm cutting ribbons. I'm like 10 years old. I had no clue what I was doing. I mean, we're setting up full-size supermarkets. And it was exciting. But for the entrepreneur, I mean, that, that would be my second piece of advice. Don't, don't miss the opportunity with your family, whether it's your wife, your kids. Man, that is going to build a crazy, awesome foundation for your children. Now, whether they go out there or get a job, but building a, an entrepreneur foundation is huge. I mean, just for instance, you know, over the summer, we're in a, we're in a really hot area, which is awesome. Love the summers in Florida. But I, I encourage my kids out. Out, you know, to go out in the summer while they're off and, and sell water bottles. They've made so much money in one day. They had no, they were like, this is great. Like, why am I doing chores or why am I asking the neighbors anymore? I can just sit here in a beach and we're in a, a pretty heavy traffic, slow area, which is awesome. But man, pouring into your kids, business owners, don't miss that. Money's fantastic, man. Things are a blessing. But to be a blessing to your family, whether you have a lot or a little, and it goes such, such a long way. I think that's such a great a great thing to do with your children. They'll learn so much about business that way. One of my first, I guess you could say, quote-unquote, business experiences was selling books door-to-door. And I tell you what, I learned so much in say, about sales and rejection and managing money, and, and I did it for 12 weeks during the summer up in New Hampshire. And it really it thickened my skin when it came to learning the strategies of entrepreneurship and staying motivated and being disciplined and all this. And, and I think that's a really cool thing that you're doing with your kids. So kudos to you for that, Ray. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Ray, we're going to wrap up there. I was just wondering if you had any final words of wisdom you'd like to share with the audience. Words of wisdom. So we've been through, I've been through 30 years of businesses, investing. I guess the biggest go-to would be stay in the game. I know most of y'all had that big hiccup or speed bump or roadblock in 08. Mm -hmm. Been there, done that. That's a whole nother podcast and a whole nother story. (laughs) But talk about staying in the game whether you're motivated by your family or just, you know, charities, but staying in the game. Because here's here's the deal. We're all going to hit them. We're going to hit the peaks. We're going to hit the valleys. All right. I have not seen the book that says, hey, everything's going to be perfect, sunshine, flowers, and wonderful. All (laughs) right. So we're going to run into times like that. But stay in the game. Like I said, we have families to support. We got families to love. But staying consistent, because like I said, sometimes there are some valleys got married about 11 years ago, and, and we were in a pretty crazy valley with 08. And I remember just staying in the game, staying in the game. Okay, when I got married, did it change me as a person regarding being an entrepreneur? Absolutely not, man. I went full steam ahead, 
but we were going to get through that valley. And then boom, a couple years later, we're out of that valley, hitting the peaks again. It is all part of the game. Stay in the game. I love it, Ray. Ray, if the listeners want to reach out to you, where's the best place they can get a hold of you at? You can check us out at Game Changing Dads. That's D-A-D-S dot com. Podcasts are on there. We have our 10 tip. Uh, 10 tips on the front page there. We're just inspiring fathers and dads. And uh, yeah, best way to do is just check us out there. Ray, I want to give you a huge thank you for coming on the show and thank you for sharing all of your wisdom and your experience and your story with us. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. My pleasure. And listeners, we want to thank you for coming on the show once again. We're going to wrap up there and we'll see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for six and seven figure entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day to day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for attendees, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year, our main event will be held in Chiang Mai, Thailand. It is four weeks from October 26th to November 24th and held for six and seven-figure entrepreneurs only. It will be full of workshops, masterminds, advisors, co-working, and fun weekend social events. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. This event will fill up fast. For those of you that are interested and have some questions, be sure to contact us through theentrepreneurhouse.com forward slash contact. We will respond as soon as possible. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.